Yeah, I, I want to, tonight I want to talk to you about the, the Holy Spirit and uh, because this is what we felt uh, the a theme for this year is, is the Holy Spirit. And um, Holy Spirit is, is real. I, I just want to say to you, all of you, Christianity is an experience. I've, I've heard people say, you know, like, uh, oh, be careful of experience. No, you should be careful of no experience, right? You should be careful of no experience. Like, when I got born again, it was an experience. I knew I was born again. You can't be born again and not know you're born again. That's not possible. That's not possible. When I, I broke my leg, you know, I was very badly broken with a parachute jump, and it was kind of shorter than the other one. Reinhard Bonnke prayed for me. My leg grew out. It was an experience. I knew something happened. I wasn't guessing. I wasn't wondering, right? So Holy Spirit makes things real for us, right? And so I'm going to tell you a few stories tonight, but I also don't want you to think I'm amazing. I'm not amazing. I am not amazing, okay? It's, I, I've just put up my hand. I've just said, Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, I'm here. I want to experience you. And so it started when in 1987, 86, 87. I was in Bible school in South Africa. And I remember uh, we were in this class and uh, there was this hippie, he, uh, this guy, and he came and shared with us at our, uh, our chapel meeting about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit was leading him and praying for drug addicts and people on the streets and how he said, turn left and he turns left, turn right. And I remember I was a first year student, so I was sitting at the, at the top because it was fourth year, third year, second year, first year. And I was, I was hungry, hungry, hungry for God. You know, I, I love hearing testimonies, but I, 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 what I love more is having my own testimony. Hello? Aren't you tired of always hearing about other people hearing God's voice, other people praying for the sick, other people casting out demons, but it never happens to you? The Bible is not a Marvel comic book. And for many Christians, it's like that. You know, we read about Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, you know, uh, Wonder Woman, and then we go home. That's it, because it's got no bearing on our lives. No, it's not. It's not. I remember in, when I was in Youth with the Mission, I, 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 I read about um, Elisha, you know, and he would go to a foreign king. He would go to a foreign king's, uh, into his room, and he would experience something. And I said to the Lord, I want that. I want that in the Spirit. I mean, about two weeks ago when the war started, I was in the spirit, I was in Ukraine. I was kneeling in a, in a tar road, in a puddle, ice cold water. And the Russian soldiers were standing in front of me. And I said, stop, stop, in Jesus' name, stop. Don't anyhow open fire, you know. And then they just lower their guns. You see, whatever's in the Bible is real. It is real. But we must desire, Jesus says, whoever is thirsty, thirsty, come and drink. So brothers and sisters, I want to say to you, if you forget everything I say, is can you, can you ask God to give you a hunger? A hunger. Because a hunger will cause you to switch off that stupid television and that stupid phone and go on your face before Him and says, Lord, I need to have more. I have a list of terminally ill people. I cannot heal them. I cannot heal them. But I feel responsible for them. Because the doctor said, no, no hope, no hope. You're going to die. It's just a matter of time. But I say, no. Anyway, I was sitting there and I was so hungry for what this hippie was telling us. And suddenly he stopped and then he pointed at me. And he said, that young man with the blonde hair. Yes, I had hair once. Yes. <laughs> and I was blonde, by the way, okay. <laughs> and uh, he just said, stand up, you know. And I stood up and I was like, ah. And he said, the Spirit of God is upon you. That's all. He didn't say. And I remember I just sat down. And I was like, oh. 
you know, and I, going home that afternoon, I was in the kitchen, me and my mother, we had a small little, like a two bedroom, similar to HDB in South Africa, we were living in, and uh, I was in the kitchen and I was so thinking about, wow, this, the hippie I, I was desiring, and then the next moment he said, you know, and clear as a bell, the Lord, Holy Spirit spoke to me, he said to me, go outside, look over the railing, we lived on the third floor, and you'll see a black man with a blue overall walking down the street. I just, I remember whatever, I put her down, I just rushed out the door, I hung over the railing, there was a black guy with a blue overall. And I was like, hey, stop, stop, I've got to talk to you. I didn't wait for the lift, I just ran down the stairs. And I spoke to him and, well, his eyes were so big, and he said, yo, yo. But I remember walking back, I, I just, I, I, again, I took the steps slowly, slowly, and I was like, what just happened? How clear is that? Go outside, look over the railing, you'll see a black man walking in the street, go and talk to him. And that just messed me up. You see, I can't have, a, how, how can you have an intellectual Christianity? Huh? It, it's not Christianity when it's intellectual. Amen? Okay, so <laughs> I, I, I want to share with you about walking in the Spirit, right? And I'll share with some more stories with you. But sometimes it is, now this is actually my part two, I'm sorry. Part one, I've preached, but I can't do all, everything. I was just going to do it in one sermon, then I realized, oh no, it's actually three or four sermons, but never mind, right? But I, I, I want to demystify a little bit for you about walking in the Holy Spirit, right? And so, so, so let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. And it just says, I say then, walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh, right? Let me just say this. It is Holy Spirit that makes you holy. It's Holy Spirit that makes you holy. His name is holy, by the way, as well. Many years ago in Taiwan, I was fasting. I think I had a water fast for like 10 days or something, and I was so discouraged with myself, and I fell on the bed, and I said to my wife, ah, I'm just not just holy enough, and she started laughing, and then I was really upset because I've been fasting for 10 days on water only, and now you're laughing. And then she said to me, my dear, you'll never be holy enough. It's His holiness, not yours. And I'm like, of course, my wife. <laughs> yes, dear, it's true, amen? So it's the Holy Spirit that makes us holy. It's He who sanctifies us. But now what we need to learn is we need to learn to koinonia with Him. We need to learn to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That's what we need to learn, right? Because, of course, our theme is come Holy Spirit, but that doesn't mean He's somewhere else. And we say, come Holy Spirit, and then He comes. And then when the meeting is gone, He goes off again. Because, you see, when we say come, people might have that in their minds. It's like, is He somewhere else? We have to invite Him? No, He's here. He's here. The problem is, that's the problem, right? We need to honor His presence. That's the thing. When He tugs on our hearts, we need to say, okay. That's why, I mean, we, listen, you can't even survive without your phone. You can't even go in nowhere now with all your, you know, the COVID stuff. And, but I, I want to encourage you. When the Lord tugs on your heart, just go to your room. Sometimes I just drive and He said, go home and pray. Right? And I'm tired, I'm tired. I've got all kinds of, but I just go, I said, I've learned. When He tugs on my heart, I just go. We need to walk in the Spirit. 
Amen? Okay, so there are two words in Greek. In Greek. One is peripateo, one is stoikeo, right? And they, they're two different things, but I want to demystify it a little bit for you. So peripateo basically means to walk amongst, like peripheral, right? Peri, right? And pateo means to walk. Walk amongst what? The things of the Holy Spirit. That's also where it says in the end of Corinthians, we all know the scripture, where the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of Holy Spirit, the koinonia. What's koinonia mean? Koinonia, that word, uh, uh, it says, let's koinonia of the blood and the body of Jesus. It means we partake of what Jesus provides for us. We partake, right? So koinonia means partnership. It means to partake. It means to make it your own. So what has the Holy Spirit provided for us? Basically two things. The gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. And we need both. The fruit is His personality. The gifts is His power. We need both. Dear Christian, you cannot say, oh, I just want to be pure. I, you know, I, I don't need gifts. That's the stupidest thing you can say. I've heard people say that. Oh, I, I just want to be pure. That's just dumb. This is dumb. Because Jesus had both. Amen? Jesus had both. If we do not have power, we cannot rightly represent our Father. We can't. Jesus has power and He had purity. Both. It's both. It's not this or that. We can't pick and choose with God. We can't. So we must make the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit our business. It's very important. That's what it means to walk in the Spirit. Okay, how do I walk in the Spirit? Operate in the gifts. Start operating in the gifts. It says you must eagerly desire. The word there in Greek is zealous. Zeal for the gifts of, the, uh, of God. Right? And the fruit of the Spirit. Do you know, I, I got saved because I tasted the fruits of the Holy Spirit in somebody's life. I, I didn't see a miracle. I grew up in South Africa. It's very religious people. I'm an Afrikaner and we Dutch, German and French mixed and, and we are Dutch Reform or Lutheran or whatever, but we don't know Jesus from a bar of soap, right? But I, I always tell people, the first time I met a real Christian, I became one. Why? Because he manifested the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I beat him up, actually hit him with a, like, a, like a club. And he just forgave me. He says, God loves you, I still love you, you still have to repent. Can you imagine that? We need more Christians like that. Hello, right? You see, fruit is cultivated, Right? So love, joy, joy, joy. That's the personality of Holy Spirit is joy. Peace, patience, kindness, kindness, goodness, gentle, faithfulness, self-control. When we manifest these things, when someone manifested the, the personality of the Holy Spirit, I got saved. I got saved. In your workplace, manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's what it means to walk in the Spirit. Manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, we, we don't have these things, but we can ask God. And fruit is cultivated. Amen? It's cultivated. I, I always used to say, like, I was born without patience, right? Which is true. But a while ago, my, my daughter, and you know, my, thank God for my children. They never lie to me. They're always very straight with me. They just tell me the way it is. And my sister said to me, she, my daughter, she'll hold my hand and she says, Oh, Daddy, you've become so patient. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? And she, I mean, they don't put on, okay? They don't, like, pretend when they talk to me. I was so touched because I know I, that's not me, right? Brothers and sisters, this is very important. I mean, recently, I mean, the last few months or so, I've been speaking to a few, well, not the last few years, actually, in Singapore, 
this whole phenomenon of the tiger mom. Can I just say to you, my dear sister, if you call yourself a tiger mom, it's not a badge of honor. It's a badge of shame. Why do I say that? Okay, you think tiger mom. Love, have or not? Joy. When the exams come, PSLE come, do you have joy or not? Peace. Peace. No. No peace, man. PSLE has come, peace gone. Patience, patience. Peace gone already. It's true. Where's the Holy Spirit? Where's the Holy Spirit? So please don't, don't identify with these kind of nonsense things. I said to people who, you know, call themselves gay, don't call yourself gay. You're a Christian. I don't call myself angry. I don't call myself impatient. I'm a Christian. <laughs> and God will move those things away. My identity as a son of God, you're a daughter of God. Amen? Not a tiger mother. You're a daughter of God. Amen? Come on. We manifest the fruit of Jesus, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Very important. Okay? And then also we manifest the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I'll talk a little bit about that later on. Okay. The next one is stoicheo. Okay, so one is peripateo. We make the things of the Holy Spirit. We dwell with His gifts and His fruit. That's what it means to walk, right? But the other one is stoicheo. Okay, now I need some help here. Cheryl, can you help me please? Thank you. Just give a hand for our... Beautiful actress. <laughs> okay, now, some Christians is like this, okay? You just, you just, okay, just walk. I'm the Holy Spirit, okay, maybe I don't have hair, but never mind, okay? So they, they just, they way ahead of God, way ahead. They just walk, walk, walk. Anyhow, walk, start business, never pray. Anyhow, marry, never pray, whatever. And then problems come. Pastor, can you please pray for me? I'll be, oh, yeah, big problem. Never ask God, just anyhow run here, run there, right? It's true. Many Christians are like this. That's not, that's, that's not stoicheo, right? Then you have some Christians. Dear Christian is here. Holy Spirit is in India already. You're still in Singapore. It's moving on already, right? Someone's young. I'll come, I'll show you. Oh, we, we, we can walk from here. Okay. Okay, we got to march, okay? Go left. Foot first, okay. Uh, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, uh, left, right, thank you. <laughs> that is stoicheo, that. I, I'm not the Roman legions when they used to march, even with a drum beat. Boom, 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 boom. That's stoicheo. Keep in step with the Spirit. Turn left, turn left, turn right. Go there, go pray for this person, go pray for that person. It's amazing, you know, I exercise, I do some, all kinds of things, do a bit of jiu-jitsu, and some months back, an Indian lady thought she broke her arm. I mean, Singaporean, but ethnically Indian. And I just felt the Holy Spirit said, go and pray for her. I'm thinking, these are all pagans. They don't know Jesus. But I, I just obey. I said, can I pray for you? She was in tears, you know, they phoned the ambulance, put her arm in a sling. I said, I broke my leg. Jesus, it's very simple, very simple to preach the gospel. You just say, Jesus changed my life, Jesus healed me. That's all. Or Jesus helped me with money. People will listen already. <laughs> it's not difficult. It's not difficult, right? I said to her, you know, because they, they put in a sling, they said, we, I think we call the ambulance. I said, Jesus healed my leg. Can I pray for you? Said, yeah, uh, pray for me. 
I prayed for her. One week later, she was back at training. She said to me, hey, you prayed for me. Look, my arm. Fine. I can train already. Yes. Then fast forward, another lady got a brain tumor in the frontal lobe, right? And she was scheduled to go to Mount Elizabeth for surgery that day. So she came early in the morning. I saw she was a bit teary and stuff. And after the class, I asked her, what's wrong? She says, I've just been diagnosed, brain tumor. I said, well, my wife had a stroke, you know, last year, May, on Mother's Day. My son had a brain tumor one month later. He nearly died. The doctor says he's never seen somebody whose pupils were blown twice who lived to tell the tale. I said, um, they both recovered remarkably. Can I pray for you? And she said, yes. Now, it's very, you know, you, you've, you, know you can't anyhow touch her, right? So you don't know where to put your hand, right? So I, I, I put my hand like on her arm like yeah, on the side. But there was a Colombian lady who watched me pray for the, for the Indian girl who kind of broke her elbow, hurt her elbow. And so I put my hand here. She said, no, 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 here, here, here. <laughs> and she put my hand here. She just directed my hand. Here, here, here. I said, okay, okay, here, here, here. And I just, I prayed for her. Long story short, she went to, to Mount Elizabeth. Now, they already told them, they even told the husband what they're going to do, going to go through her nose and whatever. The doctor, they took that another scan, he changed his mind, didn't have an operation. How awesome is that? Now, I don't know what happened. I, I, I'm not claiming anything, but I'm just telling you, I just prayed. Long story short, the mother came all the way from Brazil, and the husband's English. They invited me to their home. At the month, mother had an asthma attack. Then they said, can you pray for my mom? She's in the hospital. I said, but I can't speak Brazilian, uh, Portuguese. He said, no, just pray over the phone. Pray English. So I just prayed. And then the auntie, the next day, she was discharged. Then the auntie said to them, ask him to come to our house. So I preached to her English husband, preached to them, give them my book, you know. Isn't it wonderful? I just simply, the Holy Spirit said, go pray for her. I don't care if they are rough people, lots of, I, I don't care. I just pray for them because why? God, listen to me, the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Brothers and sisters, if we all run away from unbelievers, how? How will they get saved? We're so scared of them. We say, oh, you know, come on. Now, of course, if they affect you, then don't go now. If you can't go to a pub without getting drunk, don't go to the pub. But I can. I don't drink. Amen? Come on. The Holy Spirit does not anoint us. It says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to do what? To be my witnesses, not to sit on the sofa and watch Korean drama. Now, I'm not against TV, but seriously, look in what a mess the world is. Just look in the, the utter, utter mess. Men become women and then they swim and then they win. And people think it's okay. It's not okay, it's crazy. The world has lost its mind. I mean, we have the light, amen? We have the Holy Spirit. In the beginning, there was darkness, but the Holy Spirit was hovering over the face of the deep, and God said, let there be light. And so when you open your mouth and we speak light, Holy Spirit will come, amen? Holy Spirit, we need to cooperate with Him. We need to cooperate with Him. We need to cooperate with Him. Okay, well, Baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay? It means we are immersed into the Holy Spirit. If you've not baptized of the Holy Spirit, we're gonna pray for you at the end of the meeting, okay? We can't all come out and all of that, we, but just God will touch you wherever you are. In the Bible, there was two guys, Eldad and Medad. They were in another place in the camp. Moses prayed, they prayed, and then the Holy Spirit fell upon them. If you have not have the gift of tongues, we will pray for you. 
But let, let me just say this to you. Tongues is you have to cooperate. Don't, don't like that. You have to speak, right? When I prophesy, I speak. When I pray for sick people, I put my hand. It's not Jesus' hand, it's my hand on the sick people. We cooperate with God. We cooperate with God, right? And so the Lord will give you I, I, sounds or syllables. Speak them out. Speak them out. Let it flow. And if you only have a short tongue, some Christians, all they pray, Rabashanda, 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 Rabashanda. There's more. It's a language, okay? God wants you to change gears from first gear to second, second gear. Amen? So we can really pray. We can really intercede. But Holy Spirit wants to infuse us. Amen? He wants to infuse us. And we need to open ourselves up to Him, okay? Let me, let me, let me just share this with you. This, I, I, now, the Holy Spirit doesn't just want to do miracles. Okay, okay, I pray for people, whatever. But he, in your daily life, I remember some years back, I, I was, you know, was going to go to Church of Our Saviour and from where I live in Bukatima, which is, by the way, the promised land. I know people who live in the East think, but no, it's Bukatima. There's a mountain. God is there. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I had to go to Church of Our Saviour. There's only one bus, one, uh, 961. And if, I, if you miss it, you miss it, Lord. Then half an hour, whatever. And as I came, came downstairs, I just felt the Lord said, run, the bus is coming. See, the Holy Spirit, nothing to do with heaven or hell. Nothing, nothing. It's the bus. But he tells me, run. The bus is coming. So I run, 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 run. Oh, I just made it, man. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Then about two weeks later, I had to go back there. Then I thought, better run. You never know, lah. Because I didn't know there's an app, lah. You know, I'm always very slow with these things. Okay? Paisi, very paisi, very paisi, okay? <laughs> My children never told me, uh, but then they told me, oh, daddy, actually, there's an app. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, never mind. Then I just start running. And then the, the Holy Spirit said to me, no need to run, six minutes. I literally took my watch and I, I put my stopwatch on. I walked slowly, took my own sweet time, four minutes. I waited two minutes, the bus came. Isn't that wonderful? It's got nothing to do with heaven or hell. Nothing, nothing. It's just, he was just showing me in little things in life, Holy Spirit is there to help us. That's his name. His name is the Parakletos, Paraklet, right? It means someone alongside to help us. Like when I preach the gospel to people, he convicts them. I, pray, I, I, I share Jesus and he, he's got a very sharp finger. He pokes in their heart. Yes, 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 yes. When I lay hands, he puts his hands on my hands and they get healed. Amen? Yes. Holy Spirit is right there with us to help us. Not just in spirit, anything, anything. Your house, your children, your anything, anything. He wants to help us. Amen? It's wonderful. It's really, really wonderful. So make room for the Holy Spirit in your life. Ask Him. Many years ago, I think Benny Hinn wrote a book, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. That's wonderful. Yes, when we wake up, good morning, Holy Spirit. Help me today. Please, my, 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 I'm going to see my boss or I have a board meeting. Or Give me wisdom, Lord. Help me. Help me, Lord. Amen? Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 4 to 7. It says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Now look at verse seven. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Every one of you, okay? Every single one who have the, the power, the baptism of the Holy Spirit has a gift, okay? And of course, we don't have to argue about people like, you know, when you're born again, do you have this? Of course, when you're born again, you have the Holy Spirit. Of course, you can't be born again without the Holy Spirit. 
But remember this. Jesus breathed on the disciples. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. Then he said, wait in the city until you're clothed with power from on high. It's a difference. It's a difference. Holy Spirit is in you for you. Holy Spirit is upon you for other people. Very important. The gift of the Spirit is a tool for a task. Christian, listen to me. Without the gift of the Spirit, we are useless, useless, useless. It's like my dentist got no, no, none of her instruments and she's trying to whatever, cannot. Can you imagine a carpenter trying to make a table without tools? The gift of the Spirit is a tool for a task. So we need that. Okay, so <clears throat> there are gifts. It's the 12 gifts. We look at them now in 1 Corinthians, right? Uh, chapter 12. Ministries, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. Then it says activities. What is activities? The Greek word is en uh, energema, okay? Energizing, right? Let me just say to you, I believe there's a massive revival coming, okay? I had two visions, dreams, sorry, of tsunamis hitting Singapore. Please do not say I said it's a physical tsunami, okay? Spiritual, <laughs> okay? Don't any other, oh, is a tsunami coming? No, I didn't say that. It's a, it's a spiritual tsunami, Coming, coming. I had visions of people coming to Changi Airport to come experience God's presence in Singapore. Not Marina Bay Sands, not Sentosa. They come to see God's glory. I believe that, all my heart. We're gonna see many, many signs and wonders. But let me just say to you, God can do, God is in heaven and He, can, he do, does whatever He please. I'm 115, God does whatever He please. I remember years ago, I was in a conference in Hong Kong and somebody, had a rotten tooth, and then the tooth become a golden tooth. And people say, why would God do that? Why would God give somebody a golden tooth? Because He can. <laughs> like, I say, why not? And you say, yeah, but it's not in the Bible. Okay, let me help you with that kind of reasoning. I was in youth with a mission. We drove 160 kilometers with a van with an empty tank of, no gas, 160 kilometers. So that was the devil, because in the Bible, nobody ever drove 160 kilometers in a van with no gas, right? Do you see the stupid logic? I prayed over my computer, it just died, like gone. And I don't know much about these things, okay? Maybe I did something wrong, it's possible. I just said, in the name of Jesus. Now, is that of the devil? Because it's not in the Bible. That's nah, not in the Bible. Sorry about that. Can you see the stupidity of thinking? It's this, the energy of God. Whether it's gold, dust, whatever, it's, it's miracles from heaven. It's a sign pointing to Him. It's a sign pointing to Him. Amen? Amen. We need it. We need it. We need it. Okay, speaking in tongues. I just want us to quickly look at five things and then I'm going to just talk briefly about the, gifts and then we're going to pray for you. I've got a few words of knowledge. We're speaking unto God and we speak mysteries of God. Okay, it's very important to pray in tongues. I just want to tell you, it's, it's important because we don't know how we should pray. We don't know. We don't know, right? The other morning I was just praying, praying for Russia, praying for Ukraine, like Sunday, two, like two weeks ago. I don't know what to pray. Can I please ask you, don't become anti-Russian. Jesus loves Russians. The more I pray, I said, Lord, send me to Russia, please. Please, can you just send me to Russia? Seriously. The more I pray. Vladimir Putin, I'm just having a, a love for him in my heart. I can't explain. I'm just praying for him because Jesus loves him. Jesus loves people. Jesus doesn't choose sides. Think about this. When Jesus was in, 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 in Israel, in Jerusalem, the Romans 
were their oppressors. The Romans were brutal people, by the way. Please go read. They were brutal people. He never, ever said anything nasty about them, ever. In fact, he only uh, affirmed the, the centurions and their faith. Okay? So I'm not saying whatever, but I'm just saying is when we pray, we start having God's heart for a situation. And sometimes we don't know how to pray. I just pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. Suddenly I was, I was, I just knew I'm in Ukraine. I can't explain it. There's a, a puddle of ice cold water, some snow, and these Russian soldiers in front of me. Is it in the Bible? Yeah, Elisha, Philip, God can just take, God can do anything, anything. Make yourself available, brothers and sisters. It says in Psalm 110, my people will be volunteers in the day of my power. Just put up your hand. Put up your hand. I said to the Lord, when I wake up, I will get up. When I wake up, I will get up. This morning, I got up at four something. Why? I woke up, I said, okay, Father, I'm ready. I'm going, come, I'm gonna go pray now. If my Father wakes me up, four something. Make yourself available. Like I told you, don't think I'm this, I'm not very spiritual at all. Ask my kids, they'll tell you. I've just made, I says, Lord, I, I love you. I wanna serve you. This world needs to change because the world is in an utter mess. And who's responsible? You and me, you and me. Declaring the wonderful works of God. Praying in tongues, magnify the Lord. Sometimes we worship, we have no more words left to worship Him. We don't know how to, cannot already, right? I speak a few languages, I just, I don't know what to say anymore, right? Edifying our spirits and strengthening our inner man. We build ourselves up, right? We edify ourselves. We pray, we intercede. It says in Romans, we don't know how we should pray, right? I want to quickly look at a few things of the gifts of the Spirit. Go to the Lord and say, Lord, I desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I desire them. I desire them. I have to have them. Have to have them. Have to have them. I'll give you one example. I'll give you a few examples. Prophecy, right? So one of the, one young lady in, uh, in church some years back, she's an English literature teacher, comes to me and said, man, I just feel things are shifting. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm just like, I feel lost. I pray. All I see is a logo of DBS Bank. No, I don't work for DBS. I don't get anything from DBS. I just have an account there. I said, I see this logo, right? Then she pray, 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 pray. Then I'm thinking, I don't know anything about private banking or anything, but I have friends who, who are private bank. I said, I connect you with this person. Now she's in DBS. She's doing very well. The other day she told me she got an amazing bonus. I said, yes, Jesus. How did it start? A vision, a simple vision. That's it. The discerning, the gifts of the discerning of spirits, to know which spirit. Sometimes it looks good, it's not good, you know. Hello, sometimes it can be a demon, it just looks good. Sometimes it looks bad, it could be God. <laughs> right? I remember once I, I, I saw a, a stomach, like, like a, you know, a stomach, stomach. And I, I was in a Chinese meeting, right? And, um, you know, I said to them, anybody have a, you may have a, you then one lady came forward from China, right? I prayed, nothing happened. I pray again, nothing happened. I pray again. Why? Because Jesus sometimes prays more than once, like, you know? It's true. The guy couldn't see. Then Jesus says, can you see now? He says, no. Yeah, I see men in the streets walking. Jesus prayed again. Then nothing happened. I said, Lord, you, you gave me that, that word, right? And then he said to me, the sonning of spirits. No, it's not sickness. It's a, it's a demon. So I rebuked the demon. She started vomiting and she was healed. Amen. You see, it's a tool for a task. We, can't, we don't know what to do. Amen. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit 
who helps us. It's the Holy Spirit who helps us. It's amazing. And He, he will guide us and he will, he will just lead us. And that's what we need, brothers and sisters. We need, but, but what we need to do is we need to give ourselves to Him. So one word in koinonia, it's, it also means contribution. When they speak in, in the New Testament, when the, the saints, they made a, a financial contribution to an, another group of people in Jerusalem, right? It's use the word koinonia. So I want to ask you today, can you please make a contribution in your relationship with Holy Spirit? Can you say, Holy Spirit, I'm here. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. And when He says to you, go and talk to that person, just go and talk to them. Sometimes I don't know what to say. I remember once I, I, I came out of the toilet somewhere, I was walking, and there was a group of people smoking in the smoker's corner. And as I was walking, the Lord said to me, go talk to that woman. And I, you know, I, I, I just glanced. And then I immediately I knew. He can't do it. So now, so someone from another faith, right? And I'm like thinking, oh my goodness, religious white paper, say what, how, well, what am I going to do, blah, 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 whatever, right? And then the Lord said to me, didn't you say you'll do whatever I ask you? Like, yes. I did. I did. Did I always get it right? No. So I, go, I went back. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But he will tell me what to say. You see, his word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. If you keep standing there, you'll never see anything further. Can you please move? God moves with the man that moves. So when you take one step, ah, you can see further. I can see clearly now. You know? Yeah, you can, you can see further, right? Then you take another step, ah. So I did. I just went up to this lady and I mean, I don't know what to say. I said, hey, how, how are you? Very good start. Very good start. How are you? Just talk to them. Then she offered me a cigarette. I said, I haven't smoked for a while, very long while, <laughs> right? Then I just asked your boss, which, which oh, shipping company, your boss, okay or not? Mm, so, so, have Angbao or not? Angbao good or not? Mm, so, so. Just anyhow, talk la. <laughs> Seriously, be nice to people so they don't think, oh, there's Botak Angmola, wow, you know? Just get some rapport with people. Talk about Angbao and things they're interested in, right? Then slowly, slowly, everybody left. And then it dropped in my heart. The Lord said to me, her younger sister is very sick. So I asked her, I says, is your younger sister very sick? Now, by the way, I've gotten this wrong previously. I was on the bus. I says, do you have two brothers? No. Have a nice day. <laughs> I've gotten it wrong. I don't care. I've lost my face already, so I have no face to lose. <laughs> right? Who cares? I'm learning to listen to my father. I'm learning to listen. So if I make a mistake, what, who, who cares? Anyway, I said, do you have a younger sister? Is your younger sister sick? She said, yes, how did you know that? Of course, I always say Jesus, I don't say God. So they don't misunderstand anything. I said, Jesus just told me. She said, but I'm not a Christian. I said, it doesn't matter, Jesus loves everybody. He died for you. I said, what's wrong? She said, oh, she's got severe diabetes. Her kidneys are failing. Her eyes are failing. And then she, I, I went like this. I said, well, can I pray for you? You know what she did? She grabbed my hand huh, with both her hands. She put it on her, and she had these chubby cheeks. Huh, and the tears starts rolling down her cheeks. She starts crying. She said, please pray for us. She starts crying. Well, then I, I want to cry. Then I cannot, <laughs> don't know how to pray. And I prayed for her, ministered to her, tell her how much Jesus loved her. Jesus will help a little sister. Now, she didn't accept Jesus there and then, but can you imagine when I walked away 
in her estimation, where's Jesus? Before maybe Jesus is there somewhere, prophet, whatever, who knows. Now, Jesus sent this botak angmo to tell her about her little sister and that Jesus loves her and that Jesus wants to heal her family. Hello, amen, brothers and sisters. You see, having the Holy Spirit is not boring. It's not boring. Christianity was never, ever supposed to be boring. It's not boring. God wants us to walk with Him. Amen? Okay, I'm going to share a few words of knowledge and then uh, I want to pray for you, okay? So if any of these words of knowledge speaks to you or somebody that you know, because sometimes it's not this meeting, sometimes it's a relative, whatever, then um, I want to pray for them, okay? I have the name John. And John... In your business, you must expect change. Okay, that's what the Lord told me. Ex John, expect change in the business. Alex. Alex, Isaiah 43 verse 1. It's a scripture for Alex, whoever Alex is, okay? So I just wait on God, and God just give me a name, and then I said, what? You know, so that, right? Susan. Susan, I see two men, an older man and a younger man. It could be your husband and son. I don't know. But I feel the Lord says, trust Him for breakthrough for both. Breakthrough for both. The older man and the younger man. Then uh, I heard the name Joe, and God was saying, Joe, Joe, like calling, come, come close to me, Joe, Joe, like calling, right? Then Lily, financial breakthrough. Worship is your weapon, okay? Lily, whoever you are, financial breakthrough, worship is your weapon. Then I want to pray for liver conditions, okay? Just really been on my heart. Any form of liver condition. I also want to pray for any autoimmune thing, okay? Um, some, some, uh, last year, sometime back, we prayed for a young lady in our church called Melissa, and she had very bad, like, uh, lupus, right? And her reading was 37. It's supposed to be 15, and it's incurable. Doctor told her, cannot cure, right? But it's dropped from 37 to 24. Isn't that amazing? It's not 15 yet, but there's a massive, like, even the doctors, it's, it's like they confound it, right? So if you have any autoimmune or anything, or you know someone, Okay, let, let's stand. Okay, I want to, I first want to just pray for this. Father God, we just come before you. We want to thank you, Lord, that you, you heal. Lord, I want to speak healing to any kind of liver disease in the name of Jesus. Any autoimmune disease, Lord, we just curse it in Jesus' name. As Jesus cursed that fig tree and dried up, we want to speak healing and wholeness, Lord. Father, I want to pray for, for John. I want to pray for Alex, for Susan, for Joe, for Lily. Lord, I pray breakthrough. Bring breakthrough, Lord. Breakthrough. Breakthrough, Lord. Lord, we ask You for breakthrough, Lord. Breakthrough in every family, Lord God, in Jesus' name, Lord. And now, Lord, we want to ask You for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit for us. Okay? If you can pray in tongues, start praying in tongues. Just ask, Holy, just heal to Holy Spirit. Heal to Him. That's something that's very important. If you feel like crying, you must cry, okay? If you feel like laughing, you heal to Him. Go down. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. It's very important. Very important. Okay, so just pray in tongues, sing in tongues. If you, if you have never been baptized, Father, I pray, anyone in our midst who have not been baptized of the Holy Spirit, we ask you now in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, fill them, fill them, fill them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Fill them, Lord, in Jesus' name. A release in, the, in, in, in tongues, Lord. Lord, it's a wonderful gift, the gift of speaking in tongues, oh God. Fill them now, Lord God. Give them utterance. It says, as the Spirit gave them utterance, I pray for utterance for them, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. Fill them, oh God. Fill them, oh God. Let's, let's just pray about it. Pray about it and just yield to the Spirit. Whatever He's doing in your heart, just yield to Him. Be desirous, be zealous. Ask Him. just listen to a production of Cornerstone Community Church. 
Please note that all unauthorized reproduction, distribution, or sale of the recording is prohibited. For permission to reproduce or distribute the sermon, please write into mail at cscc.org.sg. We hope that you have been blessed.